Hi, um, welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative and curious. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm very pleased to have Cameron with me. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Today, we will be exploring the case on singing the blues. In 1927, Biggs Baderbeck played a corner solo for a recording of singing the blues, and it became one of the most famous and emulated solos in jazz for decades afterward. But the record was, alas, only a record. So in some sense, no one after 1927 quite heard the solo. Musicologist S.L. Mismo decided to remedy this defect of time by notating big solo in the smallest detail, pitch, rhythm, intonational nuance, and volume. Then he got the classical conductor, George Schwartz, who also plays the cornet, to play for from his music and Schwartz got every detail that was there. Um, after reading the case, questions like, did Schwartz hear Bix solo or heard since 1927? Did Schwartz express what Bix expressed? Came up um, in my mind. Um, Bix Baderbeck was American jazz corner who was an outstanding improviser and composer of the 1920s, and whose style is characterized by lyricism and purity of tone. He was the first major white jazz soloist. Um, His uh, part in singing the blues uh, was really major, and um, singing the blues is one of the pivotal recordings that led to the acceptance of jazz as an art form while also directly starting the evolution of the modern jazz ballad. Um, he introduced, by singing uh, that song, he introduced a new genre of jazz, which is mixed pop with jazz. It says that Schwarz, Schwarz um, um, played uh, Bix's solo very well and exactly the same, um, which makes me think that I think he did hear um, the solo since 1927 because there's no other way that he could have matched like the pitch, the rhythm, and everything in the song that well. So I think, yeah, I think he did hear the solo before, but Cameron, what do you think about it? I agree. I think that he heard the song because even though it says he um, it was unheard since 1927, um, Bix was still a like he was an influential American jazz pianist. So I feel like if he was going to um, do the song, he would have definitely made sure he listened to it. Um, so yeah, and he's also just like, and I feel like anyone who would be wanting to make a um, a jazz song would definitely be wanting, would like have heard his music. So yes, I. I don't think that um, Schwarz expressed what Bix expressed because um, like Bix made the song in his own like style. Like he has his own um, style of jazz. It's like pop and jazz. And I don't think Schwarz like has the same tune, I guess. Like, I, I don't I don't think 
he matched it completely because maybe they played like with different emotions. Like maybe for Bix, the solo meant more than for Schwartz. So in like considering expression, I don't think he matched it completely. Maybe like the uh, like details, like pitch, rhythm, like all that stuff mm-hmm. did match. But I don't think um, the emotions and stuff like that were there. What do you think? I mean, I think that Schwartz, I think he matched it in a way because since he was a conductor, I feel like he had heard like several different songs and had like, he's heard like main songs that he had to then have like an orchestra recreate. So I feel like he was able to sort of match to a degree what um, Bix was, or what Bix originally had done. So I definitely feel like he was able to like, get the pitch, get the tune, get all of that correct. Um, So I really, the only thing maybe that they had a difference with was like, just their interpretation on how the song should make like the audience feel. But other than that, I think like to an almost like, almost perfect degree in terms of like, if you're looking at it just from a music standpoint, I think he definitely would have been able to match it just because of his past and like what he's had to do in his past. Yeah, I, so think I think there's a mechanical ch- stuff. Yeah. yeah, the more mechanical like stuff of the of like music, he matched like good, but um, yeah, but like I feel like more like artistic part of the of music, like not really because every every artist every artist like does things different, like in terms of emotion, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what does I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, I think that Mismo definitely um, didn't express it the way that Bix would have expressed it because I think because of their different backgrounds and like where they're both from, like it's not even the same country. So I think that Mismo definitely would have had a different perspective on how it should sound or how like simply because of his voice, um, how it would sound, it would definitely be different. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just definitely think because of cultural reasons. I think, again, like musically, like in terms of just the music, he um, could have maybe matched it a little bit. But I definitely think even in terms of like the music, he would have had a different tune to the music um, due to his culture. It's like just a different culture than Bix, like been from being from Ohio. Yeah, um, well, I think because Mismo is a musicologist, so he's... uh... He's like a scholar of music and musicologists, they consider the relationship between music and like various subjects like geography, aesthetics, politics, like race, theory, gender theory. So I think um, that he did express a wealth because like that's what musicologists study and he would consider um, Bix's background, even though like Mismo is... Hispanic and then um Bix is from Ohio like he still I think he would consider his race and he would like kind of represent it better since he has like some um information about music and everything so I think he Mm -hmm. he could express it since he has like a degree in musicology and everything yeah I definitely I definitely agree because um, he was a musicologist. I wasn't even thinking about that. 
Um, yeah, I definitely think that uh, that allowed him like to just have all these different perspectives because that's literally what his job is for, like is to <laughs> explore um, music in like an academic way. So I definitely think he had heard like more of the type of songs that Bix was trying to portray in his song. So I think that would have given him a better a better perspective on how to represent the song. But I, then again, I still agree with what I was saying about his culture. So. Yeah, 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 I agree to that too. One of the questions is, um, would our answers would be different if the record was made, uh, remade by Winston Marseilles? And Winston is, um, he's an internationally acclaimed musician, composer and band leader. And he's also an educator and a leading advocate of American culture. Um, he created and performed uh, a lot of uh, different ranges of music uh, from like quartets to big bands. And he also played the trumpet. Um, his core beliefs is based on like principles of jazz he promotes individual creativity and then uh, collective cooperation, gratitude, and good manners. Um, he has a lot of um, history of playing. He's always uh, been a very artistic kid, um, and he was one of six sons. Um, and he has a lot of um, experience in the music world. So... I think um, if he played uh, Bix's Singing the Blues, it would have been a little bit different because he does play the trumpet. So it's a different instrument. So it would give a completely like different sound and like notes and tune and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know if he would have impressed it like better than Schwarz. But um, I think it's just like the different instruments, it would impact the outcome of the song a lot. And he also played um, classical and jazz trumpet, but, um, but the genre of the song is more like pop and jazz. So I don't think he would have, um, I don't think like he really, could represent the style of the song very well. So yeah, I don't know if, if, if it would have been better. Okay, I definitely agree. I think that it would have been definitely different if he would, if the record would have been done by him because um, of course, because of his background, he was a, he was a composer and like a band leader and an educator. And like, he was an advocate for American culture, like you said, and he had just such a ballad of like songs and like jazz and more like ballet and orchestra things that he did, especially um, because he was a band leader and a composer. So I feel like that would have definitely given him a totally different take on things due to him being, especially being in the orchestra. Um, so I think he definitely would have had a difference I think his difference would definitely be more similar to Schwartz because like Schwartz was a conductor and he did, he was the 
um, all-star, director all-star of the orchestra. So like, I feel like them two have more of a similar like way of doing music because they both have an orchestra background and then they both did all these like educational things with music. Um, so I think that would have definitely been different if he would have done it definitely because of his background. Um, as, far, as far as like music wise, it's possible that it could have been like, you know, different, but I definitely think, um, or the same, but I definitely think it would be different. Yeah, I agree with you about Mismo because Mismo is a musicologist. So he has like knowledge about the whole, like all types of music and cause like that's his job. And uh, yeah. yeah, and I feel like um, Winton, he's more, like he's more focused on what he learned like about like classical jazz and um and like jazz trumpet you know like it, it's not the same thing and Mismo has a more ideas about like the whole section of like music all, all of the parts of music basically okay so I definitely think it would make a difference if the song had been written in the same detail before um, heard it originally because um, the, um, what they want to add, like if something doesn't sound right, um, they can add something else or if something, they can take something out. Um, so I think it definitely depends on who writes it and how exact somebody follows those um, notations, like depending on how exact somebody follows the music so I feel like it definitely would have been different and if you've heard a song and then you go and look at the music for a song it's definitely different compared to just like going off of hearing something and trying to recreate it versus seeing something and then recreating that same thing based off of like seeing written details about it not just going off your hearing um, yeah, I think if the song was written before, it would have uh, made it easier to um, redo it because like Cameron said, when you hear the music and when you actually see the notes for it, like all the pitches, all of that stuff, then it makes more sense because you um, you like you have enough information to make like a perfect um, copy of the song if there's like no written information about it, it's hard to uh, like just hear it and interpret it. Like, in, I just think it's really hard. Even if you're like a great musicologist, sometimes you can't hear all the notes and all the like, I don't know, all the parts of the song. So I think the song would have maybe came out like uh, with a better accuracy to the, original version although um it says that schwartz copied the song like identical to um bix's song so it's really debatable but i think you have to just be a great uh, artist in order to make a copy of a song you've never like seen like the details of it Um, through learning uh, from chapter one, um, 
we I could recognize why the artist made the song. So why Biggs Baderbeck, why he wrote the song. Um, his mom was an organ player for churches and she taught him how to play piano and then he picked up um, other like cornet, like other instruments. He was very um, skilled in a lot of instruments. So maybe one of the reasons why he made the song would be um, his maybe connection to the childhood, how like his mom taught him everything. And also he had alcoholism. So um, maybe like the music that he made was an escape for him because um, a lot of people use other uh, like arts to express themselves and to maybe help with the depression or whatever they have. So I think one of the reasons why he uh, made art, like made music and everything is because of his background to his mom and then to uh, his addiction to alcohol. So maybe it was like an escape and a reflection to his childhood with his mom. So also like we learned, um... In chapter one, we also learned like how um, how like listeners are gonna respond to the artist's music, and I think that really just depends on like the the artist or or not the artist but the uh, the listener. Like so coming from different cultures and like coming from different backgrounds, we're all gonna interpret like different music different ways. Like. Um, I'm from the Dominican and if I hear a song that was like made from like a Presbyterian like church like bits um, from his mom on the organ like I'm gonna interpret that different than somebody who is an organ player or something like that so it's also like if I was in an orchestra and I did like classical music then when I hear like jazz songs I'm gonna interpret that different as a listener. So I really think it depends on the listener, but I think an artist can sort of choose what they hope that a listener gets out of the song. But then again, everyone's going to have different feelings about something. So, but an artist definitely can make an effort to have most people feel this way, depending on the song or depending on how it sounds. If it's more of like a slow song or if it's a fast song, obviously if it's a slow song, it has a tendency to be more mellow or like melancholy compared to a fast song that'd be sort of like more upbeat and like exciting so yeah I definitely think it depends on who it is yeah I agree with Cameron I think um different backgrounds will obviously lead to different response to art uh to art and music um and there's no like really definition of what is like good music, what is bad music, what is good art, what is bad art. So everybody will interpret the song like a different way, interpret the music a different way, because like some people like jazz and some people like pop, like, and they obviously will have a different outlook on the music that Bix made, because like, if they don't like jazz, it just, it's not really going to change the way they feel maybe it will but not really but um I, I think it's important for everybody to understand that everybody has like a 
different background and different opinion about um, certain genre of music and how it sounds. And yeah, it, it just, for every person, it provokes different emotions. So I think that's important to understand. So this is the end of our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Cameron. I really appreciate it. This concludes the Exploring Art podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious.